This week on Low Earth Orbit, we're reviewing the comic series Chew, uh, which is published by Image Comics, created by John Lehman and Rob Guillory, and it's been published since 2009. Yep. And it's uh, about this guy named Tony Chu, mm -hmm. who is a sebopath, which is a made-up term for the comic, which is somebody who can form a psychic impression or connection to anything that they eat. And he uses this ability as an FDA agent uh, in this sort of alternate timeline where after a bird flu, the U.S. outlaws all poultry, including yep. you know chicken and all that other stuff. And so he basically goes around and tries to help solve food-related crimes using this psychic power of his. And... Uh, Hijinks Another ensue. one of those stories. <laughs> <laughs> we all know the story. Guy eats person and gets psychic connection. Yeah. Again. Uh, tale as old as time. Uh, so, yeah. So, obviously, you know, very, <laughs> very strict. I'm trying not to picture Beauty and the Beast. It's not working. No, it's exactly what I'm going okay. for. Yeah. You know, if the Beast could, you know, get a psychic Eat impression yeah, when he yeah, yeah. eats Belle. Uh, <laughs> and good night. <laughs> So, uh, what do you guys think, Scott? What's your <laughs> maybe I should wait till you catch your breath? Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, I I love love this comic. I I was I kept you know it's hard to to look at to be in a, be in a comic store and not like run across it occasionally because it's been so popular. And you just see it constantly like on Amazon suggested as like related reads and uh, obviously it's very long running. And I, I saw it and was kind of like mm, I don't know if it's really my thing. It looked a little too cartoony i guess in a way and, and i wasn't really sure about the whole like cannibalism thing you know and it's like eh, i don't know if that's my thing start reading it and it's awesome i mean it's awesome it it's like it's it does this incredibly there's like a really hairline to walk between like having something like cannibalism or like cop drama kind of stuff but still being kind of lighthearted in a way kind of funny you know uh and, you, and it, it's easy to fall too far on either side of that and have the other one not work at all but it walks this hairline right down the center where it's like it's got like this like like whodunit kind of element, but it's also kind of funny and it's it's colorful and the art the artwork is just fantastic, uh, and it's just it's so gripping to read. You know, they just keep adding more characters and and more kind of twists and turns, and the characters are awesome. Uh, there's the 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 British the guy who speaks like really proper English Savoy. Yes. Yeah. 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 And he's just this random guy, you know, who's who's kind of swoops in and drops him off at the FDA. And uh, there's so many like colorful characters, you know, literally and figuratively, and it's just really fun. And I just I keep reading, and I, I don't want to stop. And um, uh, I, I mean, I love it. I, I grabbed all three books, you know, because it's 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 a lot of fun to read. Pete, what'd you think? Uh, I like I like Mason Savoy. That that character, he was his dialogue really fun to read, and he's a you know he's he's great. Um, but overall. I mean, and, and I like the concept. Like, I, it's just so like absurdist, you know. And, and I love like that it's this kind of sort of crazy social commentary, like on the the war on terror, almost, you know, where yeah, the yeah, FDA sort of yeah. takes the role of the sort of you know the homeland security agency, you know, does you know, today which is inherently already. hilarious. And there's yes. there's also a line in here somewhere where they basically it's almost like homeland security, but something like home bird security yeah, or something exactly, like really yeah. goofy yeah they like almost call it out almost exactly yeah and um yeah and this whole like chicken prohibition this whole like you know like <laughs> <laughs> i know there's all these wonderful things like these concepts that i love but like i, I don't know i have i there's there's i don't know like I, there's a few things that just like really make it 
difficult for me to enjoy it. Like, yeah. like some of the characters are just painfully cliche. Like the buddy cop thing with like, mm. you know, the the straight laced cop and the crazy cop. Like really right off the bat, we're on that cliche. And the cop's boss hates him. Yeah, and the whole the, and just to like almost to like cartoonish levels. Yeah. Like I was like, really? You but know? On, just on at least on the buddy cop thing, I, I felt like they were doing a send up of that. Because they actually talk about that. The dialogue actually addresses, oh, we're doing this thing where it's like the straight lace guy. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It just it didn't. That wasn't enough to save it for me. Okay, like, but I, I, I don't think they're unaware of it. No, but. no, they weren't. But I just, I, I just didn't want yeah. more of that. Like I just okay. felt so overdone. And you know, they, they don't dwell on that tremendously. But the other thing that really bothered me is that like this, this massively fails the Bechdel test, right? <laughs> like, uh, like horrifically. Yeah, that's probably true. Like, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It feels embarrassing at this point. Like, really? Like, can can no, can we try a little bit harder? Do you be familiar with this? Yeah, but I mean, a lot of comics. I, I don't know why to single this one out for that. I mean, that's most comics, I guess. And I feel like this comic like has it's like it feels like it's self aware enough and like uh, you know like trying to do something different and original and it's just like I feel like it's just falling in all these same, you know, these same, you know. I mean, it, it, it's like you know one or two original things, and then everything else is just. just you know the same problem that every other comic has you know cliche and i mean one female character that doesn't i mean like well, so how far have you read with all the whole for every you know the whole that's so this whole yeah the, the whole first volume, volume. okay yeah, yeah i think so I, I've, I've only read well i've read not all of one but from what i've seen sort of you know through through uh, not screenshots whatever they call <laughs> grabs of other 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 books i don't i don't think it stays that way I'm, i could be wrong but i, don't I think know. i see one female character on the cover of this one none no well no. right there oh well <laughs> the one of the main but characters. i was looking on the, the, these rows of images yeah i i don't know i mean I, I i hear what you're saying but i mean i don't know like I, it seems we, we could have a discussion about yeah. the comics book industry in general but this is one in a sea of, of comic books that have that problem, I think. I don't know. Maybe I haven't been exposed to, like, the greater sea. I feel like, I mean, like... You know, Saga, for sure, like, had it flat out balanced out. I mean, Yeah, was... yeah. And so, and but even, you know, before Saga, when we review, like... Um, Why the Last Man? Why the Last Man? I mean, two-thirds of the main characters are, are female, you know? So, like... So, actually, I'm, I'm a, so we probably all know what the Bechtel test is, but maybe you should explain it for... Yeah, so Bechtel test, it's a, it's a shockingly low bar for... <laughs> like, that, that, you know. Women exist. Yeah, so, yeah. like, so basically it says that, so in any so in any sort of, you know, forum narrative, are there at least two female characters? Uh, do both of the characters have names? Oh, is and, that, okay. it's just yeah. a quite a And do they talk to each other? Mm-hmm. About anything other than male characters, <laughs> and like something like two thirds of all movies fail this test. Yeah. Like it's just mind boggling. I expect it's more for com- well, for mainstream comic books. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I don't know. I thought you know, there's this. You know, like, in the indie world, maybe they could rise above the you know the muck that is like out of Batman and Superman and yeah. all this. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But wasn't this the problem with the uh, the sixth gun? I mean, that that was basically the same problem. There was just the one. Yeah, girl. a little bit. I mean, yeah, she's a little bit of a damsel in distress. Yeah. I mean, she, I mean, she gets more capable. I think as like it goes on, but definitely. But there's the not. There's only the one. Yeah. But um, why did that not bother you there? Yeah. Uh, well, no. There's. The I, general, I mean, there's a general's wife. Um. Uh, uh, yeah. They never talk to each other. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. Or well, have they? Well, not not as far as I had read. They had not. Maybe, maybe they yeah. haven't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just maybe just these like these few sort of cliche things that hit me right off the bat there, like in this in this, but you know, just maybe like more sensitive to it, you know. And but I guess my my bigger complaint about it is to like. I don't know. I was looking for more like hardboiled detective. I thought I thought that was a, I was in get like hardboiled detective, but with this crazy twist, and it doesn't really follow. Like I thought, they could do a great sort of you know, parody of that whole trope, you know, and, and they don't. And then it, it was this whole like 
Atlassian seven three eight thing that happens that I'm like I don't know, or whatever. Oh yeah, I didn't know what that was at all. Yeah, like, and uh, then like I don't I don't know. That's not, that's not really what I was like looking for, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I, I don't know. Like I, there were just all these things that like. So what would let me because I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around what you're. I, I mean, I'm not getting a clear picture yeah. of the of the critique. So like, what would you in a fictional world? What would you change to make it more palatable? Like if you were to choose one main thing, because I'm just trying to like. Because it seems like the, a lot of the elements are there that you would like. Yeah. So, like, well, aside from the Bechtel test aspect of it, like, just less cliche characters, I guess. Is yeah. That... I mean, I actually, well, I mean, I think if there was, I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't maybe I haven't read far enough to like to to give sort of these other elements their fair shakes. But I, I would like would be a more, I don't know, clear sort of like you know. Uh, you know, like hardball detective, but in this alternate, you know, crazy, you know, FDA reality world that just like really like parodies, you know, you know, these just sort of those, you know, two core elements and really does a really good job of that instead of like seemingly getting really distracted when they're like, you know, action movie tropes and crazy sci-fi and all this other stuff that happens. Like it just feels like, I don't know, I feel like I'm getting into the story and then just weird stuff happens and then cliche stuff happens. And I, I just feel like it just, there's, it's like death by a thousand paper cuts. Uh, that's interesting. Death by a thousand paper cuts. <laughs> it's a whole new spin. So, would how would you compare it? Going back to Sixth Gun for a second, like how would did, did you you didn't have the feeling of Sixth Gun at all? You really liked that. Right? I did like Sixth Gun, yeah. Okay. And it was it just because the, there weren't. I don't know. I, like I feel I like there's I think there are a few to no tangents on the Sixth Gun. I feel like every page is pretty pretty much focused on like whatever stuff the keeps core plot yeah. point happens to be at the moment. So yeah. like. There are diversions, but those diversions are always because there's a plot thread that needs to get woven yes, back in. Yes. And I don't think in the Sixth Gun you would find things like where they cut to show you like the planet that the astronomers were observing and like what happens over there. Mm. It's a complete th- like the whole page is a throw. Like you could, you could remove that page. Yeah. And you wouldn't change the plot. And yeah. If you, if I, you I, remove, I would have had a very negative reaction if, if some aliens showed up in Sixth Gun. Yeah. I, after like having this whole sort of world set up, which is all about this is the we've covered this way too many times, but. <laughs> Like, I feel like this world's been set up where, like, oh, it's this mostly, like, reality, but there's this, like, slight fantasy element in it mm-hmm. about, you know, people who can, yeah, you know, they have this sort of, like, you know, clairvoyance about the history of, you know, the food they eat or whatever. And now suddenly we have aliens, and, you know, and the, I don't know. Like, I hate that, actually. You know? I, I'm, like, I'm going to go on record as saying, well, depend, it depends. But generally speaking, I love that. And it's just because I feel like I have less of an idea of what's going to happen. Like, I think in, in some ways... It's it's really strange because I think about like we we love Toy Story three I think yeah absolutely okay yeah. okay and I, I remember when it first came out we were talking about it the thing that you and I both loved about it is that it was really hard to predict what was going on or like what was going to happen and for me like that's the one way to make that work is to add new elements to the story as you go and maybe it's just sort of subjective yeah like, but, you, but I think the difference, difference there is okay. that you know I think the I don't know what's going to happen next doesn't have to, like this is the cheap way to do it which is where you have this, it just like immediately dead ends. Like, you know, we'd show you this thing and then it immediately becomes irrelevant to the plot. And I think that in a lot of Pixar movies, Toy Story 3 included, they don't do that. Like all the stuff they show you is there for mostly a reason. They don't have a lot of gags where they show you, like they introduce a character for only two minutes just to show you this one little gag and that character is never important again. Like, I don't think that really happens in those kind of movies. And I think too, like when when I say that, I know I I don't want what's going to happen. Like there's sort of, there's like different, you know, like one way is like this where it's like you change the parameters of the world. 
like in a way that like I feel like you know like I thought I thought I had a, you know I'm reading this thing I understand the world and I understand this, this, all that's been created and how and that story is going to now flow out of this world and then like oh we just change the world on you totally yeah, no, and, I that, that, yeah. and I, I really dislike that I much rather prefer like these these are the characters up and then you know in the in this world that I know all about like the characters are so interesting and original that I can't predict what they're gonna do. You know, like, you know, they're not just like the cliche buddy cop where I can guess, oh, he's going to be mad at him. And then, you know, what are you know, they're going to yeah. like, you know, shoot at each other or hurt each other during the during the fight. And if that happens mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, like, um, you know, like there's the different ways to get there to that sort of surprise. And and I, I feel like one is sort of cheating, like, oh, haha, I didn't tell you this whole entire dimension of the story. And I'm going to throw it in. So now you're going to be surprised. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like I, I have no I have no ability to predict that. I have no ability to like, you know. Like, I mean, I, I like to be delighted, like, wow, I didn't see that coming. But even though I had the ability to see it coming, because mm. I had no you ability to see it coming. Seen it coming yeah. If you'd known to look for the clues. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, so, so you're saying basically, like, you're, you're starting the game and you can put the pieces wherever you want before the game starts. But once the game starts. Yeah. I think, yeah, you know, you start out, somebody tells you the premise. You know, the premise is, is a guy who eats stuff and gets psychic connections and the FDA has outlawed all poultry. Okay. Here's the circle of things that I just have to accept as true in order yeah. to follow along with the plot. And then you get to the scene where it's like, oh, yes, and also there are space aliens and we're observing them through this telescope. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 you can't. It's too late. We've already established the impossible things that I'm going to believe. You can't introduce new impossible things that I'm going to believe. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, I don't, I don't. I, yeah, yeah, we're just, I, 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 think, I, I, we're all, I, I mean, think we all know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It, it, bo- it maybe bothers Steve more than it, it bothers you. It bothers you. me probably to an abnormal amount, but it's like, it's also my big complaint about saying like, Agatha Christie versus Sherlock Holmes, right? Agatha Christie, like, she, she puts her, her mysteries and all the clues are there for you. You're, you are on equal footing. You could solve the mystery. I love that. And then when you don't solve the mystery, you're like, oh, I can't believe I didn't notice all these things, you know? And then Sherlock Holmes, like, you know, Sherlock Holmes totally cheats. He doesn't give you all the clues. So then Sherlock Holmes solves the thing. Like, I could never have guessed that. Right. <laughs> you know, I didn't know he was left-handed. You know, like, <laughs> it's not fair. It's, it's that not fair. And I know it's, it's irrational, but it really bothers me. And that's, it's sort of like the same kind of thing. It's funny. I've, I've, so I've thought this has come up enough that I've really spent some time thinking about it. Because, like, I, I'm... Out of the box, I, I'm just not in that mindset. Like I'm just like, oh, for whatever. Like bring out the aliens or whatever. I'm like into it. You know, it's as long as it's enjoyable. Uh, but I, I've thought about it. I've like tried to condense down what your what your thinking is about it. And I, I think I think tell me if I'm right about this. The core of it is you want to see a scenario after the rules have been established that present a challenge for the writer. In other words, like the easy way out is to say add aliens or whatever. But if you if if you if the story ends up in such a way that how could they possibly get out of this and they get out of it without like adding new rules, then that's interesting to read. In other words, it's sort of like a writer writers flexing their muscles in a way. I mean, is that is that something? That... Yeah, I, mean, I don't like tend to think of it in terms of like you know the writer needing to flex their muscles. You know, I, I sort of should hope that for a good good quality literature, good stories, and the, the writer should have to do that. Yeah, but it's really. I don't know, and I think I'm more of it, more about it in terms of as consumer of it, you know, is like, you know, it ha- it has greater integrity if the, you know, the like this, the work itself has a greater integrity if you know the, you know, all the pieces are there to go, you know, sort of, you know, are, hiding in plain sight. Yeah. yeah, hiding in plain sight. All right, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't hate it, but like all those things kept bothering me as I went through you know, all these little things, and then you know, like I kind of like accepted one, then another, then another aliens appeared or something, you know, and. Uh, I don't know. Like I, as a result, I, like I, I don't really have a great desire to keep going. I feel like I'm going to keep getting like, you know, more, you know, betrayed by the by the author and like their cheap tricks. You know, like I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, 
Who we have? Who we not? I don't think I have. Yeah, right. no, no, no. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you have. No. Yeah. No, I haven't. No, I, I, I think it was, it was fun to read, and I liked the, you know, I liked kind of the premise. You know, I was willing to accept, you know, the impossibility of all the psychic things and the FDA and all that stuff. And um, no, I thought, I thought it was interesting to sort of like explore that world, and I liked how they have. There was kind of like two sort of threads to the plot where there's like the just like cop drama stuff where yeah. he's like out solving these like particular crimes there's also like this overarching like mythology of like you know what exactly were the events yeah. that led up to like yeah, the band I, and all that and like yeah. there's a little conspiracy happening there and stuff and I, so i think that being able to switch between those is like a lot of fun to read mm -hmm. um and the characters are kind of interesting um yeah no, i think it's okay uh i, I i'm like more than lukewarm, but not like all the way up to super positive, totally recommend it. But it's definitely worth checking out. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm actually kind of curious, you know, and I wonder if this is one of those where it was moderately popular. I, I have no idea which way, it, which way it falls, but like if it was moderately popular and then like book two like took off. Yeah, you know, because be. it, it, it seemed obviously if it's this level, not always, but a lot of times if it's this level of popular. Like sometimes it'll follow that path. Like they have to find their voice, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. kind of get grounding. And I'm, I, I like it as it is now, but I'm kind of curious. Maybe, maybe it hits that level, you know, in book two or book three. Mm -hmm. Certainly, really I felt that way. With, I felt that way with Wise Wise Last Man for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, I was still like, kind of figuring out what kind of story it is yeah. trying to tell. And I was just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there. Uh -huh. I'm, not, I'm not having a ton of fun, and it does get better. And I haven't quite finished it yet, still, but. Um, I don't know. Well, it's ongoing, I think. I don't think there is. Oh, sorry, I meant Wise Last Man, but oh, yes, here, yes, yeah. two is still going. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, so for I mean so for me you know I, I I think I would maybe not for kids you know because there's some sort of questionable content in a few places but I yeah. think in general I would I would recommend to most people it's a fun story yeah totally. uh, I mean I because I, I didn't hate it I just okay. <laughs> how, how does this rank with the other ones like that we've reviewed because I'm trying to build a mental picture uh, of so it's, it's definitely like, like ranks above saga okay I'm um, so I just I I do genuinely really love the premise. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think the premise is brilliant, and I all and I, and I do like the story arc of that. That's basically like what is the big conspiracy? That's really like intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, and so I don't hate it. Whether I read another one, uh, borderline. It's very borderline for well, me. Well, you could borrow the one I bought. That's <laughs> free. <laughs> we'll give you the first one for free. <laughs> is this all? Is just three of them total? Then no, no, no. I think there's, there's, more. I think there's, there's, there's at least eight. I think there's like five or six trade paperbacks. There's oh, at least actually, eight. actually, no. I, I read something crazy like on Wikipedia about how like. Like issue twenty seven came out, which is but they're not well, twenty seven yet. And then but like but they're on thirteen. So like they they've like there's like a, and then and then they've jumped back there to do four and they're doing fourteen next. Like well, they're that. like releasing them in non sequential yeah. order. So like you flash forward like, like three years in the future. Whoa. That's kind of nuts, actually. Yeah. I dig that. that is kind of cool. Like it's gonna make it so hard to read when it's done, <laughs> though, right? Because it's gonna be you, like the the um the Dark Tower, right? Where it's like it's so it's it's surprisingly hard to figure out what order to read the Dark Tower in, especially because you go to Wikipedia, I think we moved on the last of the mentions, you go to Wikipedia and just to see what order to read them in and you wind up spoiling half oh, yeah, the yeah, plot yeah. Yeah. because by the time you get to the list of books, it's already told you what happens at the yeah. end. You're like, guys, I just want a list <laughs> What order do I read these things the in? The Death of Bob. I didn't know Bob was going to die. Hey, why did they call the book that? <laughs> we haven't even met Bob yet. <laughs> He's already dead. Who's Bob? He's dead to me. <laughs> Uh, hmm, interesting. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm actually really curious how many there are. So if it was started in 2009, that's a probably a pretty, I mean, there's probably enough room for a, Even you know, if they like one issue a month, yeah. there'd still be a fair number of... Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll find out. I guess, 
I guess if we were like actual official podcast, <laughs> we would have found out. We would already know. None this. of us thought of it though, so that's what the internet's for. Whoops. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I feel like we have mixed we, but leaning towards positive. Do feelings? we have? Do we? I don't know if we really do. Do we want to do spoilers for this? I don't really know. Mm, I don't think so. Is there anything we really want to? There's, there's not a lot more. Color. There's anything we're like really desperate to talk about that would be spoilers. I don't think so. Yeah. I think we covered the aliens. Thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, okay. that's not really. But see, that's not really spoilers though because it doesn't really matter. They're in there for like eight panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, as always, you can find meticulous show notes about all the crazy things we talked about. Aliens and whatnot. Exactly. <laughs> at our website at lowearthorbit.fm. Uh, you can also email your feedback to us at feedback at lowearthorbit.fm. You can follow us on Twitter at Lower Show. And, of course, our YouTube page. which Wildly is, popular. Which you might actually already be on if you're watching this video. Uh, where we have... 13, 13 is the current count. We'll, subscribers. We'll, we'll put it in the bottom third. If yeah, it's the higher. most up to date <laughs> would be a right about yeah. here, uh, where you can of course subscribe. And we would we would love like I, I think we're excited to get new people watching. You know, we we have a kind of a solid base of people who listen to podcasts and subscribe that way. But it would be really awesome if we got more people in from sort of this this other channel. So please do subscribe and, and like the videos because that really actually helps a lot. Yep, absolutely. And so that's available at youtube.com slash low earth show. Low earth show. Just like the Twitter thing. Exactly. All right. Thanks for watching. Listening. <laughs> Attending. <laughs>